Romans 12, 10. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love, in honor, giving preference to one another. And that's from God's way, day by day. This is Pray With Me, Day by Day, (laughs) a daily podcast where you come to get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to Marilyn. I call her Crazy Marilyn. (laughs) But anyway, uh, she listens to the podcast. She knows I love her, and um, we're just talking about God all the time now. And she sees a big change in me, and I wanted her to. Amen. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. So good morning, listeners. Welcome back. We're here to pray. We're here to talk to God. We're here to touch his heart. We're here to get his attention. We are in his presence now. There's no turning back. We, his chosen people, are all here gathering. Oh, I've got to share this. This is hysterical to me. Um, oh, goodness, where is it? Where is it? Okay, so, oh, here it is. So, <laughs> so um, I call it the podcast gods, for lack of better have ranked the most the three most popular um, podcasts that I've done. And I'm going to tell you the top three, and I'm going to tell you the bottom three, because I think this is funny. And not only that, um, that's great, because it's just showing me that people all over the world, I guess, as they're tuning in, are listening to many podcasts which is great. It's there for you every day. It's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor. They repeat over and over and over again. Okay, anyway, the most popular is Put On the Full Armor. I don't know what date it aired, but that's one. Uh, Number two is Joy to the World. And the third popular podcast is the world is not fair. Okay. I come up with these titles every day, pretty much on the fly, but um, nonetheless, I do name each podcast. And now the bottom three. So these are the ones that just something had to be at the bottom, I guess. So um, it is Bow your head, close your eyes. That's one. Second from the bottom is rejoice in miracles. And then at the very bottom is speak what is true. So anyway, you know, I'm going to go and search those out and listen to them and see what I did wrong. Maybe I don't know. But anyway, like I said, something had to be first and something had to be last. And I'm just happy to have done a million, gazillion, trillion um, podcasts. And they're all there for you guys to listen anytime you want. 
Okay, so let's go back to God's way day by day. It says, godly relationships are those in which there is a willingness to say, I don't have to have things my way all the time. I'm willing to submit my desires to your desires, my preferences to your preferences. Certainly, we are never called to compromise our values, our faith in Christ, or with evil. We also are never to give up our entire identity just to please another person or to become a doormat on which he walks. We are, however, to mature to the point that we are more concerned about what happens to another person than we are concerned about what happens to us. We are willing to allow our friends the freedom of expression and we are willing to value their choices, their ideas, and their desires. Amen. I'll take it. And every minute of every day, Matthew 28, 20 says, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. In the form of the Holy Spirit, Jesus is with us at all times. He is always present in our lives, every minute of every hour of every day. How blessed we are to live in a time of the Holy Spirit. When Jesus was alive on the earth, he could not be in two places at one time. But now, Jesus is free of all constraints of time and space. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he is with each of those who believe in him at all times. We never need to call for Jesus to show up because he is already present. Amen. Woo, coming to the end of this month and just smoking hot. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Okay, Olora strikes again with some beautiful sayings like, Good morning. Whatever is inspiring, whatever means most to you, whatever makes you smile and brings you joy, that is what I wish for you. Have a wonderful day. Woohoo! And good morning. Your breakfast is ready. A plate of love, a bowl of peace, a spoon of hope, a fork of care, a glass of prayer. Enjoy your meal. Amen. And good morning. <laughs> Speaking lips can reduce any problem. Closed lips avoid some problems, but smiling lips can solve many problems forever. So always keep smiling and always be happy. And the optimist says the cup is half full. The pessimist says the cup is half empty. The child of God says, my cup runneth over. Love it, love it, love it. 
Stay calm, everybody. I am hugging you in my prayers. Thanks, Alors. Okay. And now reading from the Charles F. Stanley Bible Principles. It declares that God assumes full responsibility for our needs when we obey him. Listeners, do you really believe God is able and eager to meet all your needs? Most people would say yes. But when difficulty comes, problems arise, and sorrow strikes, we often wonder where God is and how we can trust him. But the Lord is not only capable of meeting all our needs, he also is able to satisfy the deepest desires of our hearts. Some question this reasoning. They say, I know God is capable of meeting my needs, but will he? Doesn't he know that I'm struggling? Listeners, the Lord knows the battle that is ensuing around your life, period. And while questions like these are asked by each one of us at some point, we need to learn a deeper principle, and that is how to focus our faith when we are under trial. God is committed to meeting our needs. But first, he wants to know that we are committed to living our lives for him. Jesus told his disciples not to worry. He admonished them to seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Well, this is a promise, a commitment, a pledge of action that we can claim. God knows that we have emotional and material needs. Food, shelter, a sense of belonging, and clothing. But Jesus was telling his followers that the focus of their lives should not be set on material products or feel-good experiences. Instead, they were to set their hearts on God and his kingdom and then every need and desire they had would be met. The value of any commitment is based upon two things. Number one, the ability of the promise maker to fulfill the promise. And number two, the integrity of the promise maker, whether he has the character to follow through on the promise. God certainly qualifies on both accounts. He has all the wisdom, power, and ability necessary to fulfill his promises to us. He also has proven integrity. He always keeps his promises. He is utterly faithful to his word. He is holy and immutable. He is unchanging his commandments, statutes, and promises have never changed. They reflect our unchanging God. 
He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13. When you have an unmet need, the first thing you need to do is pray and tell the Lord what you are facing. Prayer is an act of faith. It declares your trust in God and his ability. Many times he allows a need to come so that he can teach you to trust him in a greater way. Are you noticing this theme that I repeat all the time, listeners? All the time we discuss this. So it's the truth, right? No problem is too complicated or too difficult for him to handle. The real question that we must answer is, how are you responding in the midst of your circumstance or situation? And are you trusting him or are you frantically looking for a way out of the difficulty without discovering what he wants you to learn? Jesus pledged that God would meet your needs when you seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. This means that he is obligated to meet your needs when you faithfully obey and trust him. When you are walking in step with him, he assumes full responsibility for the answer to your needs, to your problems, to your challenges, and to your circumstances of life. Do you hear that? When you are walking in step with him, he assumes full responsibility for the answer to your needs, problems, challenges, and circumstances of life. But there is a catch. He does this according to his will, according to his purpose, according to his plan and in his timing. Sorry to call that a catch. Meeting needs does not necessarily mean meeting every desire we have. He may choose to answer our prayers quickly or he may wait for a season. Regardless, when the answer comes, It will be perfect and it will encourage us. One of God's greatest desires is for us to learn to trust his wisdom and timing. Do you have a preconceived idea about how he must act to meet your needs or whom he may use to meet them? Many people have said, well, if this man would do, just do such and such or that woman would agree to do so-and-so, then my need would be met. Or they have said, well, I did such and such, and therefore God must do this and that. I'm raising my hand. I'm raising my hand. Those who make statements like these may not be trusting the Lord. Rather, they are demanding that he exert his power on behalf of their wishes and commands. 
anytime we expect God to move a certain way, we have missed the deeper lesson that he wants us to learn. Anytime we expect God to move a certain way, we have missed the deeper lesson that he wants us to learn. Okay, this is Pearson. Faith requires complete trust in him, even when we do not understand why he has allowed circumstances to unfold in a certain way. Okay, I'm on board with that. Yes, I do trust the Lord. Yes, we trust him, listeners. Think of all the people in the Bible who trusted the Lord and gained a wondrous victory. Moses, David, Esther, Jeremiah, Elijah, all the disciples, Mary, and on and on and more and more. We should never obey him merely to manipulate our situation. Okay, underline that. God knows our hearts. God knows our hearts. When we are surrendered to him, he sees our devotion and goes to work on our behalf. God calls us to trust him and him alone to meet our needs and to be our total source of supply. Furthermore, the Lord requires that we obey him as part of our trusting him. So therefore tell him, Lord, I trust you completely to meet my needs in your timing and according to your methods. You want to repeat after me? Lord, I trust you completely to meet my needs in your timing and according to your methods. I want to lay down my selfish hopes, dreams, and desires. So Lord, mold these so that they represent your will for my life. And I will continue to obey you by the power of your spirit, believing that as I do, you will take care of me. Listeners, you can count on God's love, his wisdom, his power, and his grace. He has never failed you. No, you can't think of one time. He is the God who cares. He will provide what you need at just the right time. And when he does, it will be abundantly beyond all you imagined. This is medicine for our soul. I'm going on this journey with you listeners. None of us are perfect. We are trying to get there. If you're perfect, I applaud you. If you're on the way, I honor you. 
If you stay the course, I praise you. Amen. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. And we're going to talk more about faith. Faith is key. And from the Bible.com, faith is a gift from God, but it is also a thing that we are called to diligently work at and improve. In fact, these verses on diligence are further informed where our diligence is said to be the means of making our calling sure. That is when faith, virtue, knowledge, self-control, patient endurance, godliness, brotherly kindness, and love abound in our lives. It is fruit of righteousness that helps them assure our hearts that indeed we are God's children and will enter into his everlasting kingdom. Lord, we take seriously your command to strive diligently after godliness and all Christian virtues in our daily walk. We know that you do not desire our faith to remain alone, but that it should be accompanied by all Christian graces. We are encouraged to know that you will help us and guide us as we grow in all these areas step by step. Amen. God be with you. Amen. And now prayers from the wilderness that we can always count on and depend. Father, as a Christian, I must represent you. My words must be kind. My heart must demonstrate compassion. And I must be an ambassador for you, ready for reconciliation. This is not easy, but it is necessary. I know my ability to reconcile issues with others is not based on my strength nor is it a goal that I can accomplish without you. But I am confident that your word will assist me. Your peace will abide with me. Your grace will uphold me. Help me not to remind myself of past hurts that may hinder my ability to, res to resolve conflicts with others. This is a trick of the enemy. Instead, let me remember your word in me is much greater, more powerful, and more loving. Every wilderness experience has an ending followed by a new chapter in life. However, forgiveness and reconciliation are the keys to open the door. So, Father, as you bless me, with a new season, help me to be a vessel of peace, love, 
and reconciliation. Lord, it is my desire to fulfill the plan that you have for my life. I know moving forward does not mean that weapons will not be formed against me. But in spite of what I may encounter, help me to remember the value of reconciliation. When anger attempts to sabotage my assignments from you, remind me peace rests in my willingness to resolve issues and your spirit and love with your spirit and love. And Father, please do not allow any desire to seek revenge, enter into my heart and provide the adversary with a victory. As I begin a new season, leave my wilderness behind. I pray I will be a godly and loving vessel for you. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. And in the name of Jesus, I say, listeners, lean on God, get your strength. You may not be experiencing a difficult time. And from your perspective, everything may seem sunny and clear. Storms come, however. We have to maintain a sense of peace and a spiritual balance whenever a trial strikes. First John chapter four, but you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, dear Lord, we're ready for reconciliation. It's not easy but it's necessary. I know my ability to reconcile issues with others is not based on my strength. Your grace will uphold me. Forgiveness and reconciliation are the keys to open the door so Father bless me and help me be a vessel of peace, love and reconciliation this is a tall order for today listeners it's a tall order but we stand together united we stand divided we fall and there's power in numbers. And we gotta hold each other's hand and stay strong together so that all of us as brothers and sisters can get through whatever we need to get through because we all know and love and trust 
the Lord God above. Nobody else can help us. Not one living soul. Thank you for coming to pray with me. Come back again. Bye for now.